Return to Camp Blood, episode 75, Crickets. This episode is brought to you by Friday13Franchise.com. Jesus Christ. Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming to me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I miss his voice. An old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs to hell. You're doing the biggest stay here. Never come back again. Welcome to another episode of Return to Camp Blood. I'm your host, Chris, joined by my fellow counselors, Eric. What's up, y'all? Nate. What's up, guys? And introducing counselor in training, Allison. Hey, what's up, guys? Who, by the way, is not my daughter who was on the first episode. even though they have the same name. All right, so a few announcements before we get into the show tonight. Uh, First, we'd like to announce that we've joined Astro Panda Productions, uh, which is sort of a podcast collective run by uh, another one of our old military buddies. So, like, this partnership has kind of opened up a few doors for us, which includes the ad you heard at the top of the show. And, you know, early on, we kind of wanted the show to be community-driven, which is why we had the Patreon account set up. Um, but that really hasn't been able to keep up with our growth, but that's a good thing. Um, it means that you guys are helping spread the word about the show and we really appreciate that. Um, and so like in order to keep the show free for everyone, you'll hear an ad at the top and the bottom of the show, as well as in the middle, you know, depending on how long the episode is, um, I won't be putting ads in the middle if it's, if it's something short. Um, but if you, if you still want an ad free show, there's going to be some options available uh, to you for that, most likely through Patreon. Um, but I haven't decided how exactly I want to implement it yet. Uh, but I'm currently looking into Patreon's new RSS feed feature. Uh, so stay tuned for more info on that. Also, be sure to head over to astropandaproductions.com to check out the other shows on the network. I'm currently um, digging Scream at the Screens, which is a, a show that talks about you know all things film, including uh, movie news and rumors. Um, I think the the last episode, at least as of this recording, uh, was their thoughts on uh, Doctor Strange, um, which was I haven't seen the movie yet, so I I didn't listen. Uh, but uh, given the the quality of their other episodes, I'm sure that one won't disappoint. In any case, um, to mark all these changes, I, I we we were kind of trying to do a call in episode tonight to kind of celebrate all this, uh, <laughs> but um, because I'm an idiot and I only and I didn't give uh, that much, you know, sort of heads up that we were doing it. Um, we didn't get that many callers. Um, we, we were able to get Eddie Machete from First Jason and his brother Bobby. Um, and Eddie talked a little bit about uh, First Jason's next album. And then we got um, Sean Richards, uh, who was the producer for um, the Friday 13th Part 2 Memoriam documentary, uh, to come on and talk a little bit about, you know, how that's going. Um, but otherwise, you know, we just kind of sat around and bullshitted with, uh, with Eddie for a little bit. And, uh, there's a funny, couple of funny stories that came out of Scarefest this year. So, um, make sure you, you listen to that. Uh, but anyway, here it is. All right. We have, uh, area code 630 on the air. Who's this? This is, uh, this is Eddie Machete. 
first Jason. What's, what's up, Eddie, Eddie Machete? What's up, my brother? How's it going, Eddie? What are you guys doing? We're just, just doing chilling, this, man. Uh, we're doing oh, a yeah. live, live call in. Uh, first time that we started doing this, so I thought maybe you know if you weren't doing nothing, you might want to call in and chat for a bit. Yep, that's awesome. Me and Bobby are here. I'm here too, Bobby. That sells the first Jason necklaces. Awesome, awesome. You going to be bringing some of those at Days of the Dead? Yes, I am. Yep, I have probably like a hundred made. I'll probably bring about fifty different ones to choose from. Perfect. I think Eric said he wanted a pink one. Oh yeah, yeah. We got a special pink one, and it's signed by um, Dean Kane from Superman. Nice. Amazing. <laughs> How did you guys know? <laughs> uh, we can't wait to hang out with you guys. It's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, definitely. Did you get your room taken care of? You Everything lined up? Yep. We got our Cadillac. We're going to be sleeping in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> your sleeping bags. You can sleep on the floor. All right. Oh, yeah. We're gonna, we might uh, camp out with uh, or Tony Todd or uh, Harry Bean. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. There'll probably be people camping out all over. I've I've talked to a couple others, and it sounds like it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be one of those times. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Days of the Dead is always awesome, especially you know you know how we do. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know all too well. I'm prepared to pay for that all next week. <laughs> I hope Eric's ready. Yeah, I tell you what, Scarefest. Oh man, I'm getting too old for that stuff. Oh, I am. <laughs> we- That's awesome. We can't be getting into some of those stories on the air now, though. You got to watch it. I know. They just have to know we stay up till 6 a.m. and we do it right. That's right. That's right. That's all they need to know. <laughs> Is Eric going to be dressing up for Days of Dead? I haven't decided yet. That thing's a bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I bet. I know. Yep. You sweat a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, it's, uh, that's... People respect, they respect that shit. Oh, I, yeah. But that's uh that was part of that's that's part of my uh my my grand scheme plan. There you go. Nice. We'll keep that a secret. Yeah, the way the venue's set up with that one, it's uh it might be a little bit more of a pain for him to do that and of course depending on what the weather's like, you know. Yeah. So um what time are you are you guys going out there um all day Friday? I'm gonna check out a. I'm gonna check out of my place in the middle of the afternoon, probably. I'd like to get up there just before rush hour traffic starts, so I don't have to, you know, fight that. Yep. Yep. So oh, really, yeah. it, it just it just depends on what everybody else is gonna do. Oh yeah. So who's all going? Uh, Sam's going, right? Yeah, me and Eric. Um, your 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 drummer says he's going. Um, obviously you guys. Um. I know a few others mentioned that they were going, but um, I think that's going to be our our main group is basically the Scarefest group. Nice. Oh yeah. Unless Conroy's changed his plans, that's what it sounds like. Oh uh, yeah, you never know with Conroy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But he said he was going to be there both days, so um, I think uh, Ernesto. I don't know if you know Ernesto or not. I think he's yep. going to be there. Um, you've probably met him a couple times with Ari. Um, but yeah, I heard he's going to be there too, and and a few others. So we'll we'll just see what happens. Nice. Oh yeah. Well, we can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. At least at least we got some first Jason alumni though. Yep. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I'm supposed to be calling Ari in like ten minutes, so I'll try to get him to call you guys. Yeah. You know what? I I just when I text uh, you and Bobby, I text Ari and Congroy too, just throwing it out there. So we'll see if they if they call in. 
Yeah, well, we'll see. I'll tell him he can promote the album. He should be up for that. Yeah, he he <laughs> could definitely call in. I mean, because uh, is there any information that you can share with us live about when uh, everything's going to go down? Um, now I'm hearing it's going to be um, a Christmas album. Okay, that's kind of the impression I had as well. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, I'm going to find out in a little bit here. So. And the mention of it, Scarefest, there was some talk about a vinyl release that I haven't heard anything more about. Is that still in the works? Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, yep. So okay, we'll, cool. <laughs> he'll be announcing stuff on the first Jason um, Facebook stuff, and he keeps up. And yeah. We we're uh, making. Uh, we're going to be making some T-shirts soon. Some uh, new Eddie Machete T-shirts and first Jason T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Awesome! Awesome. I definitely need a couple of those. Hey, I'm about to bring somebody right on. on, all right? This is Sean Richards. Hey, Sean, it's... How you doing? <laughs> What's up, Sean? Not much. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, good, good. good. Right thanks, for, th- thanks for calling in, Sean. I, I appreciate that. Uh, we got first Jason uh, guitarist Eddie Machete on the line with us right now also. Uh, he was mm-hmm. just filling, a, filling us in a little bit about the new first Jason album. It's, it's co- getting ready to come out soon. Oh, with Ari? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very good, very good. All right, yeah, yeah it's a lot different album than the, than the last two, for sure. Mm, cool. So, like a totally different vibe, or uh, like what's what's the, what's different about it versus the previous ones? Yeah, it's a total different vibe. It's uh, more Ari uh, letting you know is a uh, little more talent than his other ones. And it's not necessarily um, Friday the Thirteenth themed out, you know. Mm-hmm. The song's not yeah. necessarily all about Jason, and he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's he's getting his true talents out that he's been wanting to get out from like other other projects he's had in the past. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely interesting. When was his first album released? I uh, I met him in 2005, and he uh, gave me a I think it was his first disc. It was like the, at the 25th anniversary for the first one in Hollywood and Highland, and uh, that was the first time I met him. And um, yeah, listened to the to the disc and you know jamming. He's a pretty cool, dude. So uh, yeah, um, totally, totally right on. So that so is that like the first time he uh, the first album he put out like right around then, or you have previous stuff before that? Um, hey Nate, you you have any info on that? Because yeah, I'm not. I'm not the best on when that came out, but yeah, the the I think he's probably referring to the Jason is watching album. I'd have to actually refer to the disc itself for the release date, but that sounds about right for the time frame. Yeah, um, because yeah. the Heed My Warning album came out just a few years right. ago, so that's probably what he's yeah. referring to. So, uh, but also for our listeners that might not uh, recognize Sean, Sean Richards is executive producer of the upcoming. Friday the 13th Part 3 Memoriam documentary, and I had asked him if he had a few minutes maybe to come on and, and just chat about Friday. Gotcha, that's awesome. <clears throat> well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's been quite yeah. a journey. It's been a great project, and uh, yeah, usually I'm not, uh, you know, usually go on the air with the team, um, but I just definitely wanted to chime in, take, you know, take the opportunity uh, to, to mention it, put it out there. Um, it's been quite a work in progress we've learned a lot of stuff along the way and um just what a story what a journey and um just I'm, we're, we're heavy in the post right now so um but yeah i got you know 
like Nathan said, Friday the 13th, Part 3, Memoriam Documentary, dedicated to Richard Brooker, and um, and I, the project page is on Facebook. So, And if all goes well, we will have a very cool update in the very near future, um, but I don't want to quite say what that is yet. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, and for some for our regular listeners out there, um, part of Sean's production team, they joined us. I can't remember the episode number right off the top of my head, but we recently had uh, some of the other producers on, uh, Joe Quintanilla, uh, Ruben Angelo, and uh, director Kevin Phipps, and we had a good talk with them, um, giving, some up, giving us some updates, and uh, Sean actually agreed to do a follow-up episode um, once the project is released, so then we can obviously chat about the content that's you know, made public at that time. So we'll definitely look forward to, to having you on to chat about that later. Yeah, I look forward to that. Definitely. That was a listen to the interview you had with the guys. That was fantastic. Um, it was a great interview. It was, it was big fun, definitely, to listen to. And uh, you guys sound like you had a great time. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, the project page is at uh, www.facebook. Does anybody even say www anymore? I mean, I don't even think we need that anymore, do we? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so anyway, it's facebook.com slash remembering Brooker for anybody unfamiliar with the project. And uh, we we do the updates there as they come in. Um, like I say, if all goes well, we'll have one very, very soon. And I'm really looking forward to it. It's We're getting there. We're chipping away at it. We're doing our best. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really coming together. It's going to be a beautiful piece. Awesome. Cool. We are definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spent some time um, with our editors yesterday and uh, yeah, it's great. It's great stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, but as far as that, like I say, the we do the updates on the page. Anytime we have anything, definitely just check in and uh, it's going to start. Like I say, if all goes well, fingers crossed, um, updates are probably going to be weekly very shortly um so we'll just have to see we have to play it by ear and, and see what you know if it goes smoothly or if there's bumps if there's bumps we meet them head on you know there's always any project there's always bumps so um but yeah no i do have a question about that though um is maybe this is a little bit too far ahead but as far as getting more towards the the release date uh do you guys plan on doing like a, a you know, like a signing party, like at Dark Delicacies. I see those a lot on the West Coast when stuff like this comes out. Or do you have anything special planned that you're going to announce later on? Um, well, that is very possible. Um, we'll have to see when that gets closer. Uh, definitely, you know, want to run that, ask the guys, see what they think about it. I think it's a great idea. Um, and we just go from there. Um, but yeah, that sounds, sounds like a winner. Um, but like I say, we'll just have to have to see, you know, once we get closer to that date where we're at and then plan it out. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get my guys, uh, hold my guys right now. I'd like to have them chime in on whatever they'd like to say. But I mean, at this point, it's, that's about all I can offer. Um, you know, I, I sure. it's just been, uh, we're just in post, we're in post production and, um, you know, it's, there's been challenges and we're working through it and we're going to persevere and you now get this out there for Richard for part three, for the stuff that was all those things for the movie, you know, the pivotal movie in the series. Right. 
you guys have done such a great job of keeping this whole project uh, close to the vest, and I, I think that's awesome. And uh, I didn't know if well, I'm not gonna. Never mind. Uh, we'll 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 find out whenever it's released. But yeah, I mean, I, I I'm just I'm I am anticipating uh, seeing this. I can't wait. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. It, um, you know, the idea behind it was to offer, you know, something new in the Friday the 13th style and that old school style and presenting this, you know, and that feel and the look and everything. So we're, you know, we're doing it with the due diligence of the retro, um, you know, throwback look of, you know, because we want it to be, to have that, you know, same air about it that the film had. Um, yeah. but it's, it's new, new Friday stuff, new stuff about old school Friday 13. So. Yeah. Hey, do you guys ever think um, they're going to release part three in uh, the real 3D, like with the new age 3D stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't heard that. anything about that. Sean would probably know more about that than me. Yeah, you would think they're gonna, they would do that because, I mean, I know I'm not the only one that has a 3D TV that would like to see it in the new technology, you know what I mean? It's oh, not yeah. really. Oh, it's right. actually uh, the way it's recorded is not in uh, red-blue 3D. Like you would right, think, right. It, it it's yeah. actually recorded on uh, a passive 3D, uh, <laughs> like uh, most 3D TVs are, and right. uh, so even at the even if you go to the theater and watch it, it's going to be in the same 3D format as what you have on your TV. Where they, huh. I think they've messed it up on like the DVD releases. Is yeah, they went to, red, yeah. That yeah, they went to the. Uh, the completely distorted version, which you get more off the screen jump, but you don't get the depth, and it's uh, I I don't feel like it's as a, as a, as immersive. Yep. Yeah, it was. Well, we we go into that a little bit too. You know, we talk about pretty much every aspect of that entry and stuff, uh, but don't want to give anything away. If you know what I mean. Yep. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Well, but, either way, hey guys, we, appreciate you, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thank you very much for letting me come on and say a few words. So, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Sean. All right, thanks. You guys have a good night. You too. You too. All right, thanks. Eddie Machete, though, um, I like your I like that question, though, because I've often thought about that. If they were going <laughs> to remaster Part 3 in the current technology of 3D, I, I didn't know if that was a possibility or not, but... You know, that, that would be pretty cool to actually be able to go in an IMAX and watch it that way. Um, because every now and again, you kind of see some of the old 3D glasses floating around on eBay or something. And for some reason, I was thinking that every pair I seen were actually clear compared to um, the red and blues. The old, the old ones were clear. They, they were, uh, they, all that would really uh, be required, there's no fancy upgrade. All they would actually have to do is re-release, uh, have a theatrical re-release of Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, uh, whether it's in select theaters or what have you. Um, there's no technology upboot or anything like that. Quite frankly, the uh, the quality that they have in in the film uh, actually helps the 3D work better. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but it. It it's a it's the the lower quality allows the smoke and mirrors of 3D to work better, and uh, I mean you can digitally remaster it and add a lot of depth to it, but the contrast 
uh, in the colors and the scenes uh, makes it stand out more. And if you add the depth where you can see way far back in the the, uh, it takes away from it. Well, it takes away from what your eye what your eyes see up front as as opposed to uh, seeing further in the back and making it look like you're looking into a box of uh, say like Lego figurines. I, that's a metaphor for you know Jason in the whole of part three or whether. You know, at the end when he sticks his arms out to go after Chris with the axe in his head, uh, if that comes off the screen completely or if it shows deeper in the background. And that's that's where the like the movie Everest, uh, just a random off the top of my head. It gave you that looking into a box hollow feeling, not, you know, uh, the. Serac's coming off the screen, like going to fall on you and shit. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's actually my favorite Friday. I'd love to see that in three. Never gotten to see it on the big screen. Yeah, I'm really surprised that nobody has jumped on that yet, especially with, you know, even on an anniversary date or something like that. I mean, Christ, the technology's there. You know, it's, I, I don't think that it would be impossible to do. But then again, when things are shot in 3D to begin with, I don't know how the remastering process works. Well, they did a uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. I got, I have that on Blu-ray, and it's 3D, and it looks excellent. And that's, you know what I mean. It, it was originally in 3D at the theaters. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess it it can be done then. And yeah. it it would be in that. That's in black and white too, isn't it? Yeah, the creature. Yep. You know, uh, part three. I, I I do have a special affinity with part three. I mean, the, the people that that is right. I mean, it is a pivotal pivotal point for friday the 13th and um i i I would love to see it in in 3d and uh you know but uh when we were talking while we're talking about uh friday the 13th part three it uh, popped into my head uh with uh uh smothered uh starring kane hotter and uh it's uh i'm not gonna spoil it but uh i will say that they uh they're homage to richard uh is it just cracked me up i mean it was awesome that they mentioned rick richard but uh <laughs> i i thought that was a great scene did you did you have have you i know nate has seen it have, have eddie bobby have you guys seen that movie yet no no we can't wait to see it is it yeah. gonna be released on like a blu-ray or something it's i ordered I ordered it uh, on my PlayStation, so it's out now. Oh, and okay. uh, having met these guys several times, uh, I just cracked up the entire time. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. If you have a, a smart TV that already has the apps programmed in, I actually watched it off one on mine called Voodoo, V-U-D-U. And yeah. it, was, it was only a few bucks, you know, just to, to watch it right off that. I mean, it, it's on DVD. I've seen it on eBay, but I don't know. I don't think it's on a Blu-ray yet, but it's worth watching. Obviously, there's alumni in there that you know who they are, but, um, yeah. you know, it's it's definitely one to check out. Yeah, definitely. All right, right on. Um, how many Friday the 13th uh, alumni are going to be at this next Days of the Dead in Chicago, maybe, you know? Three. Steve Dash, Kane Otter, C.J. Graham. Uh, Four. Alice Cooper. Oh, yeah, if you count Alice, sure. That one just kind of slipped my mind I, since he's not an actor. I, 
I think his soundtrack merits a character. Manfredini's <laughs> does. Yeah, I'll, I'll count him as alumni. I was just thinking on the lines of actors, I guess, so it just kind of slipped my mind. But yeah, Alice, that'd be the fourth. Unless they've made a recent addition that they just haven't posted haven't yet, posted that's yet. all I know of. So, um, you know, the, uh, in part three, the, the guy and the girl in the back of the van getting getting high, do they ever do conventions? Chili and who? Chuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a That's a rarity. Those two are a rarity. Yeah. I don't even know if they have Facebook. Wow, yeah, because those, man, I'd love to meet those two. Hell, I'd like to, I'd love to just talk to them. I mean, quite honestly. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even do interviews for uh, um, Crystal Lake Memories, did they? Um, are you talking about David Cadams? Yeah, the, the dude, the, the, the Chong character and his girlfriend, yeah. you know, in the back of the band. Yeah, and the guy with the yellow shirt and the bandana, that's David Cadams. He is on Facebook. Um, I have reached out to David and was not successful um, in setting something up. I think he lives in Hawaii and probably doesn't come, you know, up, you know, probably doesn't leave there a whole lot. If he does, it's probably not to do conventions. Uh, I haven't seen him attached to any conventions, you know, at all over the years. Um, yeah. It could be technically Tommy Chung's neighbor. Yeah, uh-huh. You never know. <laughs> so, I, Allison, I think, oh, I'm sorry about that, Nate. I was just going to just add that I, I think he runs a gallery of some sorts down there. I could be wrong. So he's probably, you know, a busy guy, kind of you know, like CJ Graham. CJ, you know, manages a casino and he's busy, so he doesn't have time to, to do a lot of conventions. So that, that might be how it is with David, too. But other than that, go ahead, Eric. So, Allison, this is the first time you've even been uh, linked to Return to Camp Blood. Uh, thanks for coming on. And uh, you're 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 a Jenny come lately, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> um, tell us what your take is on the Friday series. I mean, uh, we, we've talked about it till we're blue in the face, from Rick rolling people to uh, Mama herself. Uh, what are what, what's your favorite film in the series, and why? My favorite film in the series is Part Three, actually, and you know it's not the popular opinion, but. I find the characters to be really likable in this film, and it gives me sort of this nostalgia thing for me. Like, I remember watching this movie on USA Up All Night when I was a kid. So Absolutely. I just, yeah, I mean, I just have this, this place for it. And, you know, the first two obviously are great films, but to me, they are sort of more standalone films. Like, that's not the Jason that I know. And, you know, Jason is not even in the first film, obviously, except for flashbacks. So, you know, this begins the franchise. For- oh, absolutely. And it, it does for a lot of people. And, I mean, uh, and I, I loved Richard Brooker's portrayal of the character. I mean, uh, I, you know, there's a night and day contrast between him and uh, what we had seen previously of Jason. Oh, yeah. uh, with Steve Dash in part two. And this guy was, uh, I mean, he's kind of like, I just shot you in the eye with a harpoon, drop the mic. I, <laughs> I, I, and I love that about him. And that set, I mean, yeah, you see, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, uh, it's, uh, I mean, and, and the way that it was shot, all of the, all of the angles, <laughs> so to speak. Hang on, Eric. Hang on, Eric. Chris, you know where this is going. Nobody knows about that because that was um, that was on an episode we had to we had to scrap. So nobody even knows that joke. 
<laughs> the shots and angles joke. Thank yeah. God. Oh, that was, that was off. Oh, that was on the okay. first time we talked to the um, memoriam guys. Yeah, that we yeah. had this terrible audio quality. <laughs> yes, for for our listeners out there, the when I mentioned the part three memoriam crew, uh, Sean's Sean's guys that were on, I can't remember the episode name, but we had some issues adding that many people to our call with all of our hosts, and then having three uh, three you know producers. Uh, you know, join us. So we had a we had a, a large number of what we're used to, and the the audio quality was pretty bad. So we had to reconnect, but uh, and and then obviously re-record. So, but I can't really remember exactly. Maybe Chris can remind me. But there was something with Eric and his shots and angles. I'll let you tell that story. <laughs> you know what? I don't I don't even remember um, why that even came up. Um, I think I I don't even remember really. So I, I think it was just Eric saying shots and angles like <laughs> 20 times. I don't know. It's Ericisms. We don't really know why he does them. He just does, and they're funny. I like that, Eric. <laughs> Ericisms. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he has some he has some good ones, but that that was a good one. I just can't really remember the totality of it. I think he just said shots and angles a, a ton of times, and we were like, what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have just I, I may have just repeated it, but I may have been trying to make the po- same point that I just made about it, about shots and angles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, er- er- Ericisms to say the least. You know what's really funny is when you wake Eric up at like three o'clock in the morning with a bunch of people. That's that's really funny. <laughs> Man, I told my wife about that. Eddie Machete and Bobby were there, and me, yeah. as witnesses to this. And Stephen Williams. And Stephen Williams, Creighton Duke. He was with us also ah. in our in our hotel room. Eric's sound asleep at about 3 or 4 in the morning. We can tell that story, can't we? Is that a good one? That, that, that works. That, that's that's hard-ass work, man. <laughs> yeah, he had to take everything he could not to, to punch her into the wall. <laughs> so what what happened was we were at the VIP party at at Scarefest and uh, Stephen Williams, who has became friends with uh, Eddie Machete and Bobby and I, uh, we had been spent some other time with Stephen recently this year at another show at Villains Con in Danville, Illinois. So, you know, we've been around him a bit and we're acquainted and uh, you know, we were hanging out and partying at Scarefest and Eddie and Bobby and uh, I and Stephen and a couple other, a couple other people, who will remain nameless simply because I don't know what their names were. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, Eric had decided to leave early because you know he doesn't he doesn't hang out like we hang out. So he had to get get back and get to bed and get his beauty sleep. So, needless to say, we uh, walked in the hotel room with you know uh, me, Bobby, Eddie, Stephen Williams, and these other couple people, and Eric was sawing logs. And I'll let I'll let him finish the rest. <laughs> Well, I I don't even know the rest. I all I know was I was jarred awake by somebody who had thrown. Yeah. The, I'm I'm not a big I'm I'm not a a, a small guy. I mean, the, and the person that jumped on me was a very small person. But I mean, <laughs> I, I I I could hurl like uh, far, and I'm like, uh, the hell's going on? 
And in, in Eric's defense, he really had no idea. He was obviously sleeping. This person says to me, hey, what's your, uh, you know, what's your roommate's name? I said, Eric. And as I open the door, the room is basically dark and they just take off running and just jump right on the bed. Oh, shit. Started screaming his name. Yeah. And started screaming his name. And here and then Steve and me, <laughs> Bobby and Eddie, we come walking in the room and Eric's, you know, looks like a Tasmanian devil. Uh, <laughs> and we're like, it was just like, oh, shit, I had no idea this was going to happen. Sorry, Eric. Sorry. Oh, man. I, <laughs> but it was funny afterwards. You got to admit, afterwards, it was kind of funny. Oh, 100%. Uh, 100%. Because Eric <laughs> and Eddie and, Eddie and Bobby can, can vouch for this. Eric Eric sits up in bed, and I swear the look on his face was priceless because Stephen Williams is standing right above him, looking down at him. And Eric's like, oh, "What yeah. the hell is going on?" He thought he woke up to another dream. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had to adjust my eyes a little bit, man. It was, they were they were foggy. They were all glazed over from sleep. Right, right. That 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 heavy deep sleep you were in, right? <laughs> Heavy, deep sleep, man. From being tired from wearing that Jason costume, and you were probably dehydrated. Exactly my point, sir. Exactly. Hey, Eric, are you going to care uh, this next weekend if we bust in and Tony Todd jumps on you? Um, As long as he hooks me somewhere. Interesting. <laughs> oh, he'll hook you somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he is doing the costume photo op, so you might get a hook right up your ass. You know, you better be careful what you wish for. Yes. Yeah. Though it may result in a colostomy bag, that may be one hell of a story to tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we would definitely get a. I, I wish we had a picture of the the night that we're talking about because it would have been just been priceless. I know. <laughs> but I mean, how can you get mad when you wake up and there's Creighton Duke standing in your hotel room? How can you even get mad? Well, you can't because he's seven years old and he was ready to party all night. Yep, and he did have some good stories to tell, and which I won't go into those, but uh, we are going to bring Steven on the show here in the near future, and, and we'll see what he has to say. Which which uh, I understand you got a, a phone call from Steven recently. Did you ever return his message? Yeah, we called him again, and uh, it was hilarious. He was like, you guys got girls over there? And then he's like, are you drinking? And then he's telling us about uh, he wants us to come out there and party with him in L.A., and... Uh, he lives right by um, a bunch of other movie stars. He'll introduce us to like Pam Greer and stuff. So that'd be awesome. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, we talked about that. That's something we'll definitely talk about some more this weekend. Except Eric. Except Eric goes to bed too early, so he can't go. Uh, my <laughs> wife tells me that too. <laughs> she does, uh, and that drives her nuts because she'll be ready to party, and I'm like, dude, I'm tired. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Put my head on a pillow. My my days of being young and dumb and up all night are over. Eric I definitely can't. calls it early because I we were standing at the VIP uh, Scarefest party and we were upstairs, dang near one on one with Harry Manfredini, talking about all kinds of stuff. And Eric's like, "Yeah, I'm tired. I gotta go." I'm like, "Eric, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's like eleven o'clock." And Eric's like, "Yeah, it's late. See ya." <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, well, you really must be tired if you don't want to stay in here and talk to Harry Manfredini any longer. Yeah. Well, what Harry said was he had his obligatory obligatory one beer. And so he was heading out the door. And I couldn't get on the I, – I, I was on a totally different page. And, whew, that, was, that night was interesting. 
It, it's that dehydration from the costume. That's you can just write it off as that dehydration from the costume and yeah. removing makeup. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a <laughs> that takes time too. To me, after work. Well, that costume yeah, is like work. It is. <laughs> Especially yeah, I, since I played, Eric. Go ahead, Chris, I, I played Eric. I played Eric Tandler at um at a uh, horror hound in March, and like the whole time he's in that in that in that hood and stuff he's just pouring sweat it was like it was like he was just like dumping water out of the mask it was so oh much. god well it was definitely worse i was at horror hound obviously as you guys know but um scarefest was bad because we stayed at the hotel that was attached to the convention center actually both hotels were attached but ours was the closer one but it was still a good walk because you had to walk all the way through the food court, all the way through the arena portion to get to where, you know, everything was at. And so, I mean, he had, he was already pouring sweat before he even got in the door, just, just because of the walking distance, you know, through the, through the center. So, and then I don't know, he was in it for quite a while. Cause I remember saying like, Hey, why don't, if I were you, I would be taking a break, you know, but damn, he was a trooper. Gotta awesome, be. Eric. <laughs> I just didn't want to walk all the way back up to the place. well that's true but i wasn't about because i thought about putting one of my costumes on since i had had it for the first jason show that we had done you know the night before and i'm like fuck this i am not walking you know and sweating my ass off like eric you know no way that ain't happening but more power to you though for doing it you're a trooper it's for the fans man and uh jason might be slightly a camera whore Well, yeah, and you got some good pictures out of it, you know, obviously, so that's a plus. And, of course, we had, uh, we'll mention Kayla Ezel, a little uh, blonde Mama Voorhees, who also made an appearance and uh, got some good photos with some of the fans, too. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I met Kayla back at a horror hound, and she's just like the sweetest fucking person you ever met in your life. Little little Southern Belle, little Tennessee Southern Belle, Knoxville. (laughs) Yeah. I just figured I'd mention that since we have a an Alabama Southern Belle on the line. Indeed, indeed, I can relate. You're a little, you got a little thicker, thicker accent than she does, though. Yeah, mine's yeah. a mixture of mountains and you know Alabama for over decades, so it's pretty unique. She's from. What she's saying is she's from the dirty. That's right. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> All right, guys, I think we're going to wrap this up. It doesn't look like we're getting any more calls than I have things to do. Um, I don't know how I'm going to title this episode, but (laughs) we'll see how it goes. Crickets. Uh, uh, (laughs) I don't have to leave the pauses in. I think I'm going to name it that anyway. (laughs) Uh, Give our fans hell for not calling us in on short notice. Yeah, Eddie. Um, thanks for thanks for joining us tonight. And um, I, what's the other guy's name? I'm sorry, I forgot his name already. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Thanks, um, Eddie and Bobby for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. No problem. Was fun. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Hopefully, hopefully, next time we'll get more callers. Um, like I said, when I did the test run like Thursday night, I think we had like three or four people call in <laughs> with even That's less funny. notice than the other day. Hell yeah. All right. Well, good talking to you guys. All right. Thanks, Eddie. I'll I'll holler at you a little bit. Peace. Uh, So, yeah, there was that. 
as interesting as that is. Um, <laughs> I know it's not, I know it's not like the typical thing that you're used to from us, but um, you know, it's something different. Um, and, and maybe we'll try to do more call-in shows in the future. And I promise that moving forward, I will give everyone more than a couple hours notice. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, let's get into some listener mail, but before we do, let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. All right. We just had a couple listener mails, uh, this, you know, this week. Um, and actually I think one of them was kind of old and it just, I, I just forgot about it. So sorry, Mike. <laughs> anyway, um, Mike Maddox, um, and I think we touched a little bit on this um, in our conversation uh, previous with um, with Eddie, but um, he says, just start listening to your podcast and love it. On CBP006, that's com slash six, when talking about the quality of the 3D, it sounded like you guys might have watched it on DVD, so you saw the anaglyph red-blue version. Um, when it was originally in theaters, it was shown in polarized 3D and was really good quality. I thought the 3D, 3D was great. Love the show. Yeah, Mike, uh, I appreciate that. Um, I'm not, I guess I was alive when it came out in the theater. <laughs> but no, actually, I think this came out in the, the part three came out the year I was born, maybe um, 83 or 84. I don't remember what year it came out. But yeah, I, I was not around to have seen it in the theater. <laughs> Somewhere around there. <laughs> Uh, Eric, did you see it in the theater? I think you're the only one old enough to have been around then. Gee, thanks. <laughs> you old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I did. It wasn't until 84 that I was able to convince my parents that I knew it was fake and that it was art instead of gore. Yeah. I was uh, born. I just wasn't, uh, going to the movie theater at that point. I would have been the screaming little asshole that pissed everyone off that couldn't sit still. So I didn't see it in the theater. Yeah. Same here. I was about four. So, uh, yeah. So thanks for the heads up, uh, Mike. Uh, and it was only just chance that we happened to talk about it anyway. Um, but I figured I would still go ahead and read your mail since it's been fucking sitting in my box for months now. So again, apologies. <laughs> um, uh, we got another one from Taylor Beatrice. Um, Hey guys, as everyone else who listens to you love the podcast. That being said, I know the creators of Jason and E, but I really think he might be talking about Eric here. Refer to him as a hydrocephalic mongoloid pinhead, but he seems more like one of those Chernobyl birth defect children more than anything, in my opinion, anyway. He's a hydrocephalic. I don't think you should make fun of him. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Oh, for the new movie, they should still set it in modern times, but I would find it interesting if we spend more time in the town surrounding the lake. In retrospect, all the townspeople are probably so secluded from the outside world that they are some form of crazy Ralph for another. What's that you say? Goody camp blood, ain't you? We'll never come back again. <laughs> yes. You got a death curse. <laughs> I am... <laughs> I'm really glad all of you are talking about the state of the franchise. As you can see by my email, I don't want to, I don't want to see the slasher genre to die. Um, observing this in my generation, millennial, it seems that in regards to horror movies, it seems that the go-to is paranormal activity, which let's be clear, suck. Again, my opinion, I just really want to see uh, the resurgence of the slasher genre. Thank you all for your military service to our country. We appreciate that. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's that's what they were kind of trying that wanting to do with um the 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 fabled TV show um was make it more about the uh sort of the 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 townspeople and the effect that the sort of Jason legend had on it. Um I don't necessarily know that I would want to see that in a film. Um I don't know, maybe maybe like I don't know, I guess it would all depend on how they how they did it, I guess. Well, I mean if they there's a certain formula that that all Fridays and well that a lot of the slasher genre follows i mean you know slim introduction single out the strongest general final girl or tommy jarvis and you know final chase scene unmasking then uh defeating the antagonist and i think that to truly do that idea justice. I would like to see that in the TV series that Sean Cunningham said he's very bullish about Um, that. I I think that that would give us the ability to see the townspeople character development a lot better than we have, you know, at, at flows or the diner in Blairstown. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you know, like I mentioned when we were talking with Sean Cunningham the other day about the success of Ash versus Evil Dead and the things that, you know, they can show or accomplish with that show. I think, you know, just looking at all of that and what I've seen with the success that they've had with that project, I think they should definitely uh, explore a premium channel route if they are going to continue with the TV series. And uh, I think the the doors are going to be wide open if they are able to, you know, secure a contract that way. You have yep. like the opportunity to do unlimited storylines and something like, you know, in a movie you can only take it so far much, but in a show, I mean, you can take each of these individual characters and really stories out of some of these characters. So I think I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um yeah, so um yeah, I mean it like I said, it just depends on how they do it. Um but yeah, I, I definitely would not mind at all if they explored um some of the lives of the townspeople. Um but you know, to I think to really get a good idea of what they're like, it would have to be more in the context of the T V show, which again I hope is coming. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um I think when they were first posting about it being on the CW, you know, that, that drew a lot of you know, people the opposite direction, you know, saying, you know, that wasn't the appropriate channel, you know, for well, that type of show. Well, I thought that too, but then you got to think though, um, the CW also had that show, I zombie, which, which once I, once, cause I, honestly, I'm not a big TV watcher. If it's not on fucking Netflix or something, I don't see it. Um, so I don't watch TV that much, but from what I, the stuff I was reading about I zombie, um, you know, i I, I didn't think CW was a bad choice uh, for the show. I'm not overly familiar with that project, but I will say that, like I said, just using using Ash vs. Evil Dead as a comparison, if any of you have watched that show and seen the things that they're doing on there, that's what we need for a Friday show. We don't need uh, an AMC type of show or really anything else. We need it to go all out just like it would if it were on the, you know, if it were on the big screen as another installment. So, um, but I, I definitely think that, you know, the TV show would be the route to go, just like you said, with the character development and exploring some other issues. You can definitely do that over, you know, a 15 episode season 
and just continuing it from there. So I'm, I'm hoping that that's what they do is, is decide to explore the premium channel route, maybe with something like stars or another, you know, another production company. Yeah. Or even like Netflix or Hulu or, or something like that. Um, right. Right. But and yeah. I, I totally agree with all, all of those sentiments. Um, the one caveat though, is I, I mean, I think Sean Cunningham said it best. Bruce Campbell is the best Bruce Campbell. And uh, I wouldn't want to see Friday to be as hokey, dare I say, as uh, as Ashley Williams or Slashy Ashy. No, no, I don't. I don't think that's the route they should go with it. I'm just saying they're allowed to show the gore and the elements of everything that we're used to seeing in the films on a premium channel compared to a cable channel. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I would love to see the, the sort of, um, you know, the violence be at, at the same or even a little bit, you know, a little bit gorier than we see in the movies. Uh, and you just really won't get that on a, you know, prime time network fucking, you know, normal cable network, I guess. That, be, that being said, I, and I'm going to revert to this and I've, I've mentioned it before in the past. MTV Scream knocks it out of the park in that category. Yeah, I, I haven't even seen any of that show. <laughs> I've, I've heard nothing but good things about it, though. And you, sir, are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I haven't watched it either, so I can't even make a comment. Dude, like I, like I said, I, I don't watch TV. I mean, you know, I don't I don't watch cable TV, I should say, so... Um, if it's not on Netflix or something, I, I, it is on Netflix. Oh, well, if it's on Netflix, I'll probably check it out. But otherwise, yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe if you didn't play Dungeons and Dragons or whatever that is that you play all the time so much, you might have time to check out other shit. I play, I play, I play wow. And and I, wow. And I canceled my subscription. I'm playing Minecraft now. Fuck off. Oh, nice. Nice. Good to hear you've expanded (laughs) your horizons. (laughs) Uh, all right. Um, again, you know, I, I, um, I think this episode was kind of definitely different from what you're, what you normally come to expect from us. And I hope that's not a terrible thing. Um, if it is, sorry, we'll be back to regular format next week. <laughs> uh, if you liked it and, uh, you, you want to see us do more like that, um, you know, drop me a line, Chris at campbellpodcast.com. And let me know um, if you'd like for us to do more of the call-in type things. And, you know, maybe we can actually get some of you guys to call in. <laughs> I will take the blame for that because I didn't give much notice. But, you know, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to the show. If you want to support us financially, you head over to campbloodpodcast.com slash donate. If you have a question or a theory, you can hit us up on the website under the contact tab or comment on the show notes at campbloodpodcast.com slash 75. Also, please consider checking out the other shows on Astro Panda over at astropandaproductions.com. A special thanks goes out to the Downriver Rat for our intro and outro music. You can check his stuff out at thedownriverrat.com. Until next time. <laughs>